Hello and welcome to Otoo's Wrong Kong. <laughs> that was great. No, I loved it. It was just enough. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm Marie. I'm Allison. And we like to talk about rom-coms. And we like to drink together. Love them both. They, they yep. pair so well. It's so weird how that happens, right? It's crazy. Oftentimes, I just find myself at night watching TV and I'm like, I cannot go on unless I get myself a drink. Yes. So I do. <laughs> do you think that's called alcoholism? Um, I don't think so because, you know. Great. That's my reason. That's my reason. Great, great. That sounds good because that means that I don't have alcoholism either. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're as we said we're doing a halloween special if you typically listen you'll notice that our opening music was a little bit different and this sound was tailored specifically for this movie allison what we watching today we're watching for our technically second halloween special but first halloween movie of 2020 Shaun of the dead can't wait yes had you you've seen this before right not all the way through what i had seen bits and pieces it's such a short movie so i had seen like the end scene and some scenes where they're at the bar but i had like never seen the beginning or anything excuse me leading up to them at the bar okay yeah um I was a little nervous. I don't like scary movies. And when I had watched it, I had only seen them like kind of being overrun. So I was a little nervous that I would be scared during this movie, but I wasn't at all, ever. There's a couple jump scares, I thought, or like almost jump scares. Like there is actually a lot of almost jump scares where they try to set it up and then it's just something like totally benign. Yeah. 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 Like him climbing up the balcony one time. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, as we talk, I'll, I'll, I'll get more into what my like most tensionous, if that's a word, moment was. Tense? Tenuous? Tense. Tenuous is something completely different. Whatever. Like weak. You're... Okay. You're weak. I just, I just saw your cat go behind you. <laughs> Into the spare bedroom. Oh. <laughs> she was like creeping up behind. <laughs> Speaking of spooky. That's right. All right. So the drink for this guy, I actually found it. It was Bernard's suggestion, but I found it on a website. We'll have to post the link to tag them for yeah. it. Um, from bartenderhq.com. And it's, I think they also have a podcast. I saw something like linking to the app store there. So um, they have this, the Winchester cocktail, a gin zombie. I don't know if you looked at that same website. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I liked that a lot. And so it is called the Winchester cocktail. And who doggy, this is a stiff one, folks. We have three shots of gin. It should be three shots of different gin. I did not have three different gins. I used two different gins because I didn't want to use up my good gin. Fair. 
Um, three quarters ounce of lime juice, three quarters ounce of grapefruit juice, three quarters ounce elderflower liqueur, half ounce grenadine, half ounce ginger syrup, and a healthy dash of Angostura bitters. I, I love that Whatever descriptor. That yeah, a healthy dash. So I like did like two. Oh, uh, I um, did like a really like exaggerated like And the ginger syrup, I just poured regular simple syrup in a shot glass and stirred in some ginger. That's what I did too. And there's like ginger bits that have floated to the top of my drink. (laughs) I like that we're both using coffee mugs. Yes. Well, I have a Halloween mug. This one has a skull on it. Ooh, and it's kind of bloody. Yeah. I got it at the arts festival. If I knew who made it, I... Oh, there you go. Don't Pittsburgh spell. Pottery. Ve- relatively sure that's what the second P word says. Well, looks like you got to tag them. Great. It is a pretty cool mug. Thanks. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Tastes like medicine. I actually don't think it's medicine at all. Really? No. It's surprisingly light for how much gin is in it. Maybe, maybe there's the, the grenadine component is making me get that medicine taste. Now I, Ooh, that's a good point. I did not use grenadine liqueur. I just use grenadine syrup. I don't have grenadine syrup. I just have grenadine liqueur. Cause it didn't say liqueur. So I wasn't sure if you should use. I so had, I had one option. I wonder if that's it. I might just cut it out altogether next one. See, I was I was thinking to myself that the ginger is what throws me off a little bit. I like the ginger. Cause as little as it should be in there, you can taste it. Yeah, but I like it. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't make this again. It's a lot of work because there's so many ingredients. I will say that. It is. I made them all at like 11 a.m. a couple hours ago because I had a lot of stuff going on around this time. So I was like, let's just get this done. So they've been sitting in the refrigerator with ice cubes in them. That's awesome. Which may have helped. It may have helped, yeah, to get a little bit watered down. I used the big cubes, so it shouldn't have been that bad. Okay. Oh, like the big. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. So I'm going to run down the facts. Let's go. Shaun of the Dead came out in 2004, and I feel like it was just yesterday. I know, right? Like, I remember seeing previews for this on TV. Um, I remember, like, in the preview, they're going, and then the zombie goes, oh. I remember that, too. Yeah. So, Shaun of the Dead, 2004, crazy, stars Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Kate Ashfield. Um, I guess I'll go through, like, the main cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Moran, Moran, Dylan Moran as David, um, Lucy Davis as Diane, and we got Peter Serafinowicz as Pete. I've seen him in stuff before. 
Oh, you know what he's in? He's in Spy with Melissa McCarthy and um, Jason Statham. He's like the weird guy who like hits on Melissa McCarthy. I do not remember. You Next time you see it, you'll know. And I'm trying to find his mom to give her credit. I know Bill Nye's Philip. I love Bill Nye so much. I got so excited when I saw him. Did you know he was in this before you saw no, him? Okay. No. Directed by Edgar Wright and written by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. So You, you gotta love the professionals and where we like, we think this is the actress, but there's no if there's no picture how do you know get your fucking picture on imdb get your shit together <laughs> like we do <laughs> yeah uh i i love simon Pegg so much he looked so young in this movie i haven't seen him in a while uh he's in boys season one for a hot minute he's um he's huey's dad Oh, huh. How about that? You watched that and that's I sure did. Yeah. Still no season two yet. Still no. Okay. I I will say that I know Simon Pegg voiced something in Room on the Broom. Huh? A delightful child story. Oh. <laughs> 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 Halloween. <laughs> and that's my most recent brush with Simon Pegg. <laughs> Room on a broom. Lovely. Yep. <laughs> that's Um, actually really cute (laughs) it's a it is a cute story i don't hate it um so summer i thought you were giving it no No, you gave the facts i gave the facts let me give you the summary it's been a while since we've done a movie it's okay i know uh so this movie is about guy in his late 20s Kind of lost in life, bit of a slacker, um, has a girlfriend, and he's just not trying, not trying a lot in life. His girlfriend is kind of sick of it, breaks up with him. Lo and behold, the zombie apocalypse happens, and he plans to save his friends, his mom, his stepdad, kind of. No, it's always kill Philip. Sorry. And then <laughs> he wants to rescue his girlfriend and prove to her that he's the guy with a plan. So they go through the zombie apocalypse together and try to find safety. I think that's a really great summary. Are you being sarcastic? Nice. That was a really great summary. Nice. Do we need to suspend the whole, like there are zombies everywhere because I mean, obviously that's an unbelievable part of the movie. Zombies. I think so. Yeah, I think just get rid of the whole mm-hmm. zom- the Zed, Zed word com- uh, component. There you go. Yeah. Get multicultural on us. Yeah. I kind of like it. I like, instead of saying Z, I like saying Zed. <laughs> I think it's fun. Does it make you feel sophisticated? It does. Try it. You need it. all the help you can get. Yeah. <laughs> As you take a sip of your... <laughs> drink out of your bag real creepy did you like my wine how big that coffee mug was yesterday oh i loved it i loved it it was great yeah it was pretty good it was nice cup of wine coffee cup of wine uh yeah let's get to it unbelievability 
I got to go write this opening scene. It, this opening scene was unbelievable. There, I said it. I said it two different ways, but it means the same thing. They're sitting in that bar and they're talking about how they don't like each other's friend groups right in front of the friend groups. And I'm like, I can, I can honestly see this conversation happening, but in private. Not in front of the friend groups. Not in front of the friend groups. No, it was crazy. They both make valid points too. That part is very believable because both sides of the friends, Diane didn't bother me, but, and as I w- whenever I was younger, I remember, um, fuck Nick Frost character. The name is escaping me. Uh, Ed, sorry. Yes. Uh, so he's the guy who helped write it, right? No. Okay. He's just like, they're the acting duo and they're friends in real life. I have some fun facts actually that I want to share afterwards. I don't know if you checked out the IMDb stuff or not. I did. Okay. But it's been a while. Edgar Wright is the writer also friends, but I, he, I don't think he's ever acted with them. I could be completely wrong. Okay. Um, but whenever I was younger, I never used to be annoyed by Ed. This time watching it, I was. So as you've gotten older, you kind of see why he's not the best influence. Yes. I, yeah, there were some things he did. His humor really bothered me sometimes. Didn't age well. No, it did not. So you could see like if you're 20, 21, yeah, this would be okay. But as you're. I don't know. I thought they were like 30 to 35. That's how I took them. He said he was 29. Oh, <laughs> 30 is not far off. No, it's not. But um, Sean said like, oh, I think once or twice in the beginning, he's 29 and he's got to get his life together. So how old was he actually when he made this movie? So let's an see. Old face. I, I, like legit, I thought he looked young. He was thirty-four. Okay, so again, I was not off base with thirty to thirty-five. Is that weird that I think he's cute? No, I don't think so. I think he's really cute. I bet he's short I, though. I thought he looked quote unquote normal height. I don't know, like five ten, five eleven. Okay, I don't know. I I think that his personality makes him attractive yeah like the humor and being self-deprecating and witty like i don't know it's good mm-hmm. you were the one who got me his autobiography right i don't remember i think you did and it was really fun yeah i don't remember yeah um so yeah that was my first unbelievable here i liked the opening scene i thought it was funny i laughed but that wouldn't happen Yes. My first really big unbelievable thing is whenever he remembers that he was supposed to make that dinner reservation and he just stops after he calls that particular restaurant. Uh, You live in London. How many restaurants are there? Find another one. Someone has to have an opening. Yes. Absolutely ridiculous call anyone and if no one if no one else had a reservation there is some place other to go other than the winchester to go to even if even if it's just for like 
drinks, like a romantic spot, whatever. Go somewhere where your friends aren't so you can show that you can diversify. I, I just, I completely agree with you. I was like, how, how does this end here? No way. It sounded like a bad restaurant. I don't know if it actually exists, but it sounded terrible. It didn't sound good. I don't want all the fish. Actually, that's a lie. I just went to a restaurant on Saturday that had all the fish and it was delicious. The Oyster House, right? Or yeah. the original Oyster House. Did you, I saw it, in the news the day it, after it was like 150th anniversary. It, it wasn't the original Oyster House. It was Merchant Oyster House in Lawrenceville. I've actually never been to the Oyster House in Market Square. Never mind. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, that's fine. If it's not the one from the article, cut it out. The record. That's <laughs> right. Um, I did want to like say something. I know we said that we're gonna let the zombies go. Yes. Okay. However, the reason that's implied for the zombies is I want to talk about it for two reasons. Did you pick the? I didn't pick the up on this until Bernard said so. Cause I was like, I wonder what, if they're going to give us a reason for the zombies. And Bernard was like, they literally just did. Did you pick up on it? Wasn't it like monkeys or whatever? No, I thought a space probe had oh. exploded. And like, they're saying the radiation happened. I don't was know. Was a factor. Maybe I and missed that then. Yeah, it was towards the beginning because I loved how they did the overarching plot of the zombies through the background noise. I thought that was so fucking cool. It was. I like that, too. And like the news thing where he's flipping through the channels and it just completes. Yeah, it was just for that part alone. This movie is worth watching how like you have the plot with Simon and his girlfriend and his friends that's going on, but then you have the world plot in the back or what's happening to everyone. That was really cool. But uh, it says the new cast, IMDb facts, of course, the newscast mentions a space probe that unexpectedly re-entered the Earth's atmosphere and broke up over England. This is likely a reference to Night of the Living Dead in which radiation from a satellite returning to Venus was given as a possible cause for the dead returning to life. I don't remember that from Night of the Living Dead. I don't either, but I don't watch that movie anymore. I think it's too scary. It It's very scary, and it's a movie that aged well. Like, did you watch? Have you watched it recently? Probably within the last couple of years, I caught it on like television. But like, think about it. It was made in the sixties. The hero is a black man, and the zombies themselves are really good. It's not overdone. It's pretty simple. There's not a whole lot of gore, but it's enough that it's like kind of believable. I just, I do. I love that movie. It's, it, I don't know. It really stands the test of time, though. I really do like that movie. Uh, also, George Romero loved this movie. I did hear that or see that, read that somewhere. Yeah. I think he had his own private screening of it. Can you hear that? I sure can. Nap time. The third day of not happening. Great. Um, I thought it was strange i.e. unbelievable when all of the employees at the appliance store were like under the age of 20 at least that's what it looked like to me 
what teenager is working at an appliance store and has the knowledge of appliances None. to do that? Right. Maybe for heavy lifting, but they were not doing heavy lifting. It was crazy. So that was that, that was for me. I didn't get that. My next unbelievable aspect was whenever Liz breaks up with him and they're doing all those shots at 29. You thought that was unbelievable? At 29 it is. I didn't I didn't know. I I thought physically for me. I'm sorry I cut you off, but physically for me, I stopped doing shots at 20 Four, and I only did them at 24 for special occasions. Graduation. The last one, I, the last shot I've ever done was at a wedding, and that was 25. I feel like as you get older, your body does adjust to alcohol intake differently, and you almost have to be an alcoholic to like sit there and drink and do shots. Like, if I have three drinks, I'm done the next day. Really? Mm-hmm. That stinks. I just can't mix. If I just have three cocktails, I'm fine. If I have three glasses of wine, a bottle of wine, fine. And it's a delayed hangover. So I'll be okay when I wake up the next morning. But around 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., I get seriously nauseous and a headache for the rest of the day. It's bizarre. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bill Nye shows up in there. I didn't under, like, that's a lot of reminders this guy got about his mom. Yes. And I thought it was unbelievable, but then I was like, well, is this really just how terrible this guy is? I think so. I didn't find it unbelievable. I just thought that that was one of a, like a slacker. Okay. He was. But then as he's talking to Simon Pegg, I did write down, he does seem like a twat. Bill Nye or Simon Pegg? Bill Nye. He did. Yeah. You got red on you. Yeah. You got <laughs> red on you. I guess that's more his voice. Nope. Okay. Great. Not even close. Why wasn't Bill Nye in Harry Potter, by the way? I think about that like all the time. I'm not even kidding. Oh, he wasn't Harry Potter. He was Rufus Grimjour. Jour. Jour. Whatever. Okay. It was just a bit part. Yeah. And he sucked. Not Bill Nye, but the minister. I wanted his hair to be different because it talks in the book about how it was a lion's mane. Yeah. Me too. Or ish. Yeah. So after that, I didn't have a lot of unbelievability experience. I did. I did for sure. I mean, I did. I was just going to say for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Keep going. Keep going. I found whenever they're partying at 4 a.m., Pete's explosion at 4 a.m., very believable. I oh would have gosh. been fucking livid. And I've been there before it, with my roommates in college even. I could not believe that they made Pete out to be the bad guy after the dude just wanted to go to sleep. It 
crazy. He has a job. He has his shit together. Let the man sleep, please. Absolutely. Yeah. Just bothered me. And what was someone shouted at someone from the window? Oh, so when they first start noticing the zombies, right? The checkout girl is a zombie in their backyard. I don't know if I'm skipping anything. I had you. I had one more unbelievability before that. And it it, it kind of has to do with the zombie thing, but not really. I think it's more that no one's paying attention to the news or the strange happenings and no one's freaked out. Everybody's going about their daily, like on the news, they're saying stay home and like Sean goes to work. I agree. That was the one thing. It was just in so many different venues. Yes. But I really, really enjoyed how they showed his daily routine. And then whenever the zombie stuff hit, they showed his daily routine again and all the differences. And he just didn't notice. And he trips in the same spot. I just really liked it. So... I want to, I was going to bring it up in final thoughts, but I'll, I'll talk about it now. Cause you're talking about his daily routine and everyone was already acting like zombies and they really capitalized that on that fact. So that was not my original point. But <laughs> that's, that's how the movie truly opens. They showed people uh, their day to day grind. It was so interesting. And I also liked that opening. Um, but I forget how I was going to tie that in. So Sean's day to day, him going, ignoring zombie news. Um, so once we get the zombie thing, which I did find unbelievable, he went to the store to get the Cornetto, just like totally oblivious to all the zombies and everything going around. Um, but then when they notice Mary, the checkout girl in their backyard, but they don't realize she's a zombie. Ed hits her with a rock. <laughs> really hard. Really hard. Like, wouldn't you have just opened the window and been like, Oi, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. That was my British accent. I hope you liked it. I, it really didn't sound British except for, Oi. <laughs> What are you doing? I, if there is a stranger in my backyard, I'm calling the cops. Like, we were actually talking about this at work the other day, just how we're not, like, I'm not fucking around. I listen to too many crime shows, stories, podcasts. Like, you're in my yard. I don't know you. You're acting weird. 911. Yeah, especially if, like, you have a fenced in backyard. And so did they, especially if it's a fenced in backyard. No. So, again, I would not enter the backyard. And maybe it's like a man thing. Like, oh, it's a girl in the backyard so the two of us can go out because we can overpower her. I'm not sure. Maybe. But the whole camera thing was unbelievable, too. Like, they just don't realize it, even though that, like, she's going after him and, like, on top of him and trying to bite him. And they still don't realize it. And it's all for a joke. Not normal. No. This is kind of goes through the entire thing, but how does a grown man continue to leave the front door open? Not unlocked. Fucking 
open. It's London. It's open. I don't care where it's the fuck you open. live. It's like I I freak out if I'm like, oh my god, I left the front door open overnight, like unlocked. I mean, I freak out. Yeah. I remember my brother-in-law hammering his son, who was 12, for leaving the door open. We're talking 29 years old. Which I think that's something appropriate to yell at your kid for. Yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah, it's a safety issue. If I was Pete, I would have fucking lost my shit. Maybe it's different because we're women. I don't know, but... I don't think so. Like, you got your stuff there. Like, you don't know what kind of crazies are out there nowadays. Yeah. Good call, though. I didn't even think to mention that, but that is a good call. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, they knew Pete was a zombie, and Simon just says, I need to use the bathroom, and goes upstairs where they know a zombie is. I think he forgot. How do you forget there's a zombie in your fucking house? I don't know, but these guys don't seem like the sharpest tools in the shed. Okay. Um, I think that my final, like, big unbelievable is the plan of going to the Winchester to hunker down. How is that a good idea? Windows in the middle of, like, the city, kind of. Well... Zombies, like like you said, it's in the middle of a city. This place is going to be full of zombies. And you think going to a very populated place is a good idea. Here's a question that you probably won't know the answer to. Because I sure as hell don't. Do places in London have basements? Like windowless basements? Is that an American thing? I have no idea. I feel like basements are American. I might be making that shit up. But, uh, cause you, th- you, you go like zombies come, I can understand the impulse to go and find your family. Cause I'd probably want to do that too. But then you find like, you think of like the safest place and you hunker down where there's no windows, basement, concrete. I mean, your house is like a nuclear fallout shelter. So I like, I can see it a couple different ways. I can see it as in like. They're in the city, so I don't know if it would be, like, a basement. But then, like, the Winchester had a place for their supplies. And to me, that's kind of like New York City has that kind of stuff, like, with the opening in the floor to take stuff down. So I could kind of see it. Okay. I... I, No, it's okay. I did not... See, I have two more unbelievabilities. One that David tried to kill Sean when Sean wasn't a zombie. That was nuts to me. That actually you're, I can't believe I didn't mention that. That's so what a good thing to mention because yeah, that was fucked up. Like you need all the manpower you can get in that situation. You're pissed off at a guy. So you're going to try to kill him. Unreal. So I was glad when he was sacrificed or however you want to put it. He really was a twat. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Do we like that insult twat? I do. Okay. I think it's better than the hard C and I think it's better than the P word. Mm-hmm. True story. And then just how they were saved 
with Yvonne. Yvonne had remembered to say, hey, these people are going to the Winchester. So the army, like, I don't know if they dropped everything to go get them, but the army was like, okay, let's make it to the Winchester. That was really, I mean, unbelievable that they would just, like, go there. But pretty awesome. Yeah. So that that as well was something. Um, And then that's all I have for unbelievability. Hey. Me too. I th- um, do we want to do obstacles before drink two? Oh, yes, because I have a decent amount. I have about a third left, so. I'm on, I'm on par with that. Okay. Uh, obstacles. I actually had a lot of obstacles. Well, I think I, I have three. Okay. So I do two, but that's a lot for me because I normally have just like one and then I just. Yeah. You start. You start it off. Well, zombies and death. Oh, I didn't even have that one. Okay. So that I thought was a big one. Like what happens if one of them dies before they can get together? Like that to me was an obstacle. Yes. So to clarify, this isn't because this is a Halloween special. It doesn't mean that we're completely forgoing the obstacles to the couple getting together. This is not an obstacle to... Zom, like you know, living. It's an obstacle to Liz and Sean getting together. We're looking at this as a romantic comedy slash horror, so we're still playing rom com categories to a horror movie. Yes. All right. Which one of your obstacles, Ed? Ed is for sure an obstacle. Um, I think Ed's a terrible influence on Sean. He's always kind of like the devil on his shoulder. Um. I, I just think he's kind of preventing him from being full-blown adult. I think let's extend that to the friend groups because like you said, Ed's preventing him from being an adult, but her friend group is always insulting Sean and kind of like bringing him down and insinuating that she's better than him. So I think that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your next obstacle? Friend groups. That's what. And then I have one more. You have one more. You have two more. Uh, actually, I think I just, I might have one more. Actually, I might have lied before. Okay. My next obstacle. Um, Sean's complacency and broken promises. I was going to say like Sean himself is a big obstacle. And usually when we talk about this, we say that, like, they're both an obstacle at some point, like, and are part of their personality. I don't think she was. I don't think she was. Except like, her yeah. reliance on her friend group. Yeah. Like, he's irresponsible. He's complacent. He doesn't follow through. It's him. I agree. And them being together for three years, and was it three years? It was three years. Somewhere around there. It was definitely multiple years. Her not meeting his mom? What? I, no. And I don't know, like, if that was, like, part of the stepdad thing, but he was really hung up in, like, a teenager mentality. Like, you don't even live with your mom and your stepdad anymore. You just need to get over it. Yeah. So. That's how I looked at, that's how I looked at that. So yeah, we're we're pretty on par with that. Oh. 
One last uh, unbelievability that I just saw in my notes. Whenever he's doing his daily routine after the zombies have been really a part of things, he literally walks past a dead body on the ground to get to that convenience store. Literally, it's just like a bloody body on the street. <laughs> and he just trips in the same spot as he normally does. Well, it's London. Maybe there's just bodies in the street. Hungover. Passed out. Who knows? Probably not. Probably not. I think that... I don't know if they did the day of the week. Would that have been a Saturday? Because I know he was at work the day before. Maybe a Friday? Or, I don't know. I feel like it was still a weekday because Pete said he had an office job and he still had to go to work. So, I feel like the desertion in the streets as he's going to the corner store, like, that should have been a clue. Yeah. But I guess he's hungover, so. You don't really notice. Yeah. I I did. I, I still have, like, a little bit of my drink left. I'm really sorry. So I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna plug on with some of my things. I think we touched on on this a little bit already, but all the anticipation of the zombies, like the fake jump scares, there were so uh, many. And then oh, the time when he's riding on the bus and he's looking at that dude out the window grabbing pigeons, and it looks like a homeless dude. And he sees the homeless dude like about to take a bite of the pigeon, and then. He's gone. I liked when they were at when the Winchester the night this was all going down, and the there was a couple making out outside of it, and then when they leave, the girl is just eating, and the, the boy. fucking dude's head falls off. Oh my god! And they don't notice. I again. loved it. Yeah, you know, was- this movie like it's really good. <laughs> the subtlety. You have to pay attention to this movie in order to get everything. Like, you can't, you don't need to do that with things like falling in love or naked or, I mean, even love actually, you don't really need to, like, pay super close attention. I think that's how it is with all of these Edgar Wright movies, though. Is Here's a question, and you probably won't know the answer. I'm going to look it up right now. Is Paul an Edgar Wright movie? I don't know because there is something called, I don't, you look at this, the Edgar Wright Cornetto trilogy, because there's always a Cornetto that shows up. It's Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and World's End, which is like bizarre to me. World's End. So I love Hot Fuzz. So fucking funny. I love Sandor Clegane's in it. Have you ever seen this movie? It's on Netflix. Worth a watch. It's hilarious i love it so much at world's end was their most recent one and it's actually kind of funny because nick frost who plays ed and simon Pegg, who plays sean are reversed like at world's end um simon Pegg is like the slacker um funny story whenever james and i were in london we went to a pub called at world's end and okay we went there basically because of the trilogy. We were like, no. Oh. Did think you like At World's End? Or The World's End? The World's End. It was the weakest. It, I mean, that's the one with like Seth Rogen and all. Like, it, right? No, that's Paul. No, the one. 
No. Are you talking about with the alien? No, I'm talking about the one where the world is ending. At world's end. And like Channing Tatum is on a chain at the end with Seth Rogen and like all the like. You're talking about. Fuck. Um, this is the end. This That's is the end. Yeah. Different movies. different movies. That movie's funny. And then they all go to heaven and Backstreet Boys are there. That's awesome. I'm trying to find Paul because I really did love that movie. I know what that movie is. That alien movie. Yeah. (sighs) I never watched that either. Holy shit. It's from 2011. How is it that long ago? (laughs) Um, It's been a long pandemic. It was not an Edgar Wright movie, by the way. It was written by Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Um, Anyway. This drink is heavy. The drink is hot. You can't like chug it. I feel like you can. I can't chug red wine. I can chug this. Uh, (laughs) Well, then do it. Do you really want me to? How much do you have left? An inch? Oh, then do that. I can't chug. Done. I chugged one beer once, but it's because people were watching me and there was so much pressure on me, so I did it. You have your second? Pre-made, baby. Oh, I should have. Oh, smart. Okay. I'm sorry. I should have done that. I should do that for next time. No, no worries. You know, it's a learning experience. All right. Uh, I'll be back. I got drunk super fast. (laughs) all of a sudden didn't it uh-huh what comes next obstacles and then chemistry chemistry if we're looking from the point of view of like a tired couple like if you know what i mean like you've been together for three years and you're like tired you're like used to each other's shit like i think that chemistry is very good believable Yes. You do. Like, I've been married for eight years. You've been to- and together with my significant other for 10. About. You've been with James for... Seven years, give or take. No, way long. No, seven years. Wait. I'm losing <laughs> track. Yeah, seven years. You get tired of their shit. It's just something that happens. It's not anybody's fault. It happens in every relationship. You're looking at this person. You're like, you do this every time. I'm done with this. So, yeah, you can't, you can see her point of view. And we're married and we have those feelings. She's not married. She isn't engaged. She's never met his parents. We don't know if he's met her parents. Besides saying, I'm your girlfriend, my, you're my boyfriend. I'm your girlfriend, you're my boyfriend. Yeah. Okay, this drink is a heavy hitter, so it's, I'm kind of like... Yeah, it's, it's tough times in the brain department. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can understand where she's coming from. There isn't a real commitment there. He is more committed to Ed For sure. than anybody else. And that's frustrating because it's perspective. You're the person I want to spend the rest of my life with time. 
Yes. I like their chemistry as everything wears on. I like the progression. I think everything's appropriate for what's happening, if that makes sense. Like, whenever he goes to her apartment to apologize, he gives him his mom's flowers, and she goes, these are for your mom, aren't they? Yes. But then, whenever he goes to rescue her, there's a new kind of component that comes in. Like, there's a new, maybe not component, but there's, like, a change in the mood between them. She sees him as a man of action at that point. He left his place of safety to come get her. Which is so true. But if we're thinking realistically, they should have stayed in that apartment. Like, honestly, you just need to hunker down and hope you have enough supplies. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's really taking charge. And he's kind of shedding his boy part of himself. And I think that she really admired that. And she really grew to love him as a new kind of guy. That's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. She wanted to take charge. Mm-hmm. And then I really enjoyed their scene down in the storage part of the Winchester. When they were together and they were smoking their last cigarette together and they were having their time and they were like, you don't want to die single, do you? I'm hesitating right now because I'm trying to figure out the main love story in this movie. Ed and And Sean. Versus Ed and Lisa. Was it Lisa? Liz. Liz. Yeah. And I, and I don't actually know what it was because he didn't leave Ed fully behind. But I liked that part of the part, the, the movie. I liked the ending a lot. So, do you want me to chain you up in my garage if you go that way and leave you hold on forever? Yeah. Okay. We'll have to sign that up as a legal document. (laughs) It sounds good. Do you want me to do that to you? It's hard telling. All right. I don't don't know yet. Think about it, and then we'll put that in our legal document. (laughs) I will. Because it's it's all of our dreams that the three of us are in an old folks home together. Wait, the three of us? I was including Steven with a V. I don't know, man. <laughs> He's like a lot of the times the worst. <laughs> Just kidding. I love our brother, but he really wears us down. <laughs> it's called nubbin, guys. He wears us down to a nub. <laughs> I was he's he's a nubber. I talked to him last night for 20 minutes and I was like, mm, I'm going to go. Bye. <laughs> His daughters don't nub me. His wife doesn't nub me. It's just him. <laughs> uh, and he'll never listen to this. <laughs> so there is no repercussions. Maybe his daughters will listen to this one day. <laughs> Are we done with chemistry? Uh, well, I think it's we have to acknowledge is he a better chemistry with his girlfriend or with his with Ed with his friend? That's really hard to say because I feel like he does have good chemistry with both of them because I think he knows both of them like personally. But we also have to subtract that or like narrow it down even further. We kind of have two parts to this movie. Is his name Ed? 
Yes. I keep getting distracted because I think I hear your cat purring on here, but I think it's just the headphones. No, she's not. She's she's not on this level of my house. Okay. Yeah, it's the feedback. Ed pre-zombie and Ed post-zombie are different people. Yes. So does Ed pre-zombie, is that... Is that him with his friend? And then at post-zombie, he realizes he has to save everyone who's close to him, including his fa- his stepfather. You know, I think that we should delve into chemistry of Sean with his stepfather because it really does grow over the course of the movie. And it was really sweet. It was. It was sweet because didn't his stepfather admit that he loved him? In the car when he was dying. And he just didn't know, like, the proper protocol. Right. He's like, you were already 12 or something like that. Whenever I met you, I didn't know what to do. Blah, blah, blah. You've always been a son to me. I I, I thought that that was a really nice moment. I also really liked whenever he turned into a zombie, they locked him in the car. And he tells his mom, there's nothing of the the man you married in there. But he, okay. And then, and he, then turn- he turns off the radio. And then he kind of smiles, which is hilarious. But he also said, that's not my dad or something like that. And then he says, well, it is, but it's not because he's not himself anymore. You know? So he accepted him as his dad. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's something that, especially in this day and age, a lot of people can relate to because that is something that happens a lot. You have a stepdad, you have a stepmother, you have something other than an original parent that you rely on. Right. And this might be morbid for the podcast so you can cut this out if you want to, but like you never know when someone else is going to die by themselves in a hospital because you're not allowed in because of COVID. Right. So you have to make sure that you kind of like express your feelings. I, I'm not going to cut that out because I feel like it's a really real thing mm-hmm. and people should know. Yeah. So like he never got to say that to his stepdad face to face. So, It really pissed me off. This might have been supposed to be with unbelievability, but it really pissed me off whenever Barbara, the mom, like kind of went off by herself and just fucking got bit because she was like, this is where so-and-so lives. She pissed me off in general because of her deliberate denial of what was happening. She was such an airhead. And I like... I can actually understand that you want to ignore what's happening because your brain can't handle it, but you're putting yourself and everyone else at risk at that point. I think that's like a flight or flight thing. Fight or fight or flight. I literally said flight or flight, a uh, fight or flight. Um, and I guess she was just flight, just like, uh, Oh, actually my favorite murder. Uh, both of the ladies, I love my favorite murder. I'm actually wearing a shirt of theirs right now. So plug that and I'll tag them. Maybe. I don't listen to it because I think it would freak me out and make me porn paranoid. I don't think it would. I actually legit don't think it would, but you can't listen to it around your daughter because they say fuck a lot. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll try it out when I'm walking the dogs by myself. I'll give you one to listen to to start off with. Okay. Um, I like... I don't even remember where I was going. 
we fight were or flight. About- fight or flight. Yep. So they talk about therapy all the time because they're big into therapy. And there is actually fight, flight, or freeze. Or fuck. Or fuck. <laughs> but there's flight, fight, or freeze. <laughs> and I think Barb is a freeze. Barbara is a freeze. Sorry to throw forth essence. <laughs> Guys, flight, fight, fuck, or freeze. <laughs> no, but I, freeze is one of those. I would agree that freeze is the one. What do you? Which one do you think you are? <laughs> I'm a flight. I'm not a fight. I'm a flight. I'm like a fuck. I'm out of here. Somebody else deal with this shit. I think I'm a freeze. I think I'm like no! Barb. Really? I don't think you are. I think you're a fight. See, I think I rely on Bernard to be my fight. Um, Maybe I'm a fight because of that confrontation I had recently. If you're in charge, you have to be. You have to be a fighter. I don't know. Somebody yelled at me because of a traffic decision I made, but I was in the right. I, the other dude was in the wrong. I was parallel parking. I was parallel parking. I have backup sensors, and my car alerts me to when I'm too close to something behind me. And then this guy was just beeping at me whenever my backup sensors were just subtly going beep, 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 which means that I'm fine. Whenever I'm not fine, it goes beep, 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 beep. So... This guy starts honking at me when my car's going beep, 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 like very subtly. And then I get out of my car and because he's like beeping at me and like throwing hand signals up at me. And I just get out of my car and I go, I have backup sensors. And he goes, were you saying something to me? And then I said, yes. I said, I have backup sensors. And he said, I don't give a fuck what you have. (laughs) Did I tell you that that's what he said to me? Okay. But I do like this dramatic replay. Thank you. Because this is exactly how it went. Because after that, it went, the conversation went away. He got back into his car. It was fine. But my husband was with me the entire time and he was very much like silent. He was pretty much like, Allison, Allison, don't don't engage. And then I just like held it in myself until I got to the restaurant that we were going to and then let it go when I got my drink. So Bernard told me that it's something that happens to our side of the family. He has said that when we get behind the wheel, we just lose all control. <laughs> and he's like, you've done it. I've told you you're doing it. And you still continue to do it. It's like, it's just your family. <laughs> I'm not what I would call an aggressive driver. But if somebody does something to slight me, boy, am I going to let them know. Someone cuts me off. You better fucking believe I'm tailgating you. Yeah. Oh, I, yep. no, we can't be the middle finger because we learned from our mom that you do not. I was give... in the car when that happened. Me it too. Was terrifying. I was in the fucking oh, back we, seat. It was all three of us. It was all three of us. You were in the passenger. I was in the fucking back seat and we were at Walmart and mom got the security guard to be like, this guy's following me. It was terrifying. I remember it as clear as <laughs> it was yesterday. And then. None of us ever flipped a person off in the driver's seat, I guess. Pro Don't tip. Get me wrong. I flipped them off when I was walking, which is probably even more dumb. I <laughs> didn't know that. That's really funny. Also, like, in the grand scheme of things, what is a Walmart security man going to do? 
He was mall security, not just Walmart. So I thought it was at the Walmart in Washington. It was. No, we were at the mall at Washington. Got it. There's a Joanne Fabrics and a JCPenney's there. (laughs) Are they still there? I think those are the only two parts of Washington Mall. Probably. Ugh, the good old days. I probably haven't been there since that time. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck we're on. Iconic scene? Are we on iconic scene? Are we doing a moment they fall in love, or are we doing iconic scene? Well, I think moment they fell in love is easy because we don't see that. Correct. We don't see that. So then we have to go into do this together. I say it's a yes. I say it's a yes, too, because after how much of the population dies, where the fuck else are you going to go? Like, seriously, how many eligible bachelors are fucking killed off because of zombies? I was actually going to say he proved himself to her. Here's a question for you. If your response is fuck and you do a zombie, what comes out of you if you get pregnant? What? Can zombies still ejaculate, number one? I say no. So can they get hard? I say no, because there's no blood going to their dicks. But they have blood spurt out if you shoot their head. But it's like black. Okay, so you don't think zombies can do it? No. Are you talking about that talk show at the end? The talk show at the end where they're watching that Liz and Sean are watching the talk show and they're like, my husband's a zombie. I don't even remember oh it's so funny it's like at the very end when him and liz are together after the whole zombie thing and i think they moved into his place and there's a talk show going on like my husband's a zombie and she's like well i loved him when i married him and he's still the same person yeah this drink is you have two of these drinks and oh fuck I still have over half of this drink left. Me too. And I got a DoorDash McDonald's because there's no way. Like, James is like, we got to pick out a new toilet because our toilet broke. And we were like, we got to pick out a new toilet on Wednesday. And I was like, okay, let's do it. And then now I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> You're going to go to Home Depot today? That's I, amazing. I mean, I'll let you know if I do. No, you need to, because today's the perfect opportunity to get the skeleton. Oh, my God. Twelve foot foot skeleton. Twelve foot skeleton. skeleton. Yeah, today's the perfect fucking opportunity. So, for those of you who don't know, Home Depot has for sale a 12-foot skeleton that you put in your front yard for Halloween. I fucking need that skeleton. And it's seriously... Like, causing fights between me and my husband, James. Like, I bring it up, and this is no joke. I've brought it up every single day for two weeks because I need it. And he's like, what about storage? How are you going to store it? And I'm like, easy. We don't store it. We just fucking keep it up all year round and change it for every holiday. And it's... That's a solid idea. It's the perfect solution. You know how people have, like, those geese... Like those geese statues in their yard where they dress them up for every like holiday or whatever. Goose. Yes. Whatever. There's a goose schedule. 
we do it with a skeleton. And I already decided <laughs> for Easter, I don't dress him up as a bunny. <laughs> I dress him up as Jesus. No, do not put a loincloth on that skeleton. <laughs> a loincloth and crown of thorns. And we're going to hell. Don't care. I'm already going there. I don't give a fuck. I have lived According a great life. to Lucifer, it's just how guilty we feel about our life's actions. Don't remember that. I need to rewatch the series, man. You seriously do, because every time I text you something about it, you're like, I don't remember. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't remember. No, I remember that. Spoiler alert, by the way. Spoiler alert. I remember that. That was huge. And I remember the thing about Pierce, too. So... I'll just rewatch it and get refreshed. You should. It's so I'm good. Not a, I'm not a fan of what's happening right now. I'm actually pretty upset about it and to the fact that I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. What is it? Just the whole Eve thing and her taking him down the dark path. I don't know. I think it's okay. Just keep watching it. Okay. Um, her, her boobs are... A lot bigger than mine. She's really pretty. She is so pretty, and her hair is amazing. Her hair is amazing. Do you think it's extensions? It has. To I be. don't. I don't know. I after watching that, and I look at my own hair. I'm like, I need a haircut. I was like, look at my ass. <laughs> they are not hers. Isn't, I need that. isn't that awful? I had my. I I don't know. I have two friends who have. This beautiful, long, mermaid red hair. And I just, every time I see it, I'm like, I need that. Like, But it's not our hair. It's not our hair. No. Our hair cannot do that. My hair is cool, though. I mean, it's a little faded. But uh, it was, like, like, nice, like, a lilac and pink. Um, so we did moment they fell in love. They cannot do they stay together. So we did that. I thought we said yes. Sure. I do not remember that at all. It's fine. It's totally fine. And then we said that Ed and him stay together too. Cause he has them in the shed. <laughs> Where else is that going to fucking go? I love that. You just took your pen into your mouth. Like it was a cigarette. It was very like April Ludgate from <laughs> parks and rec with her, um, that thing that she smokes a cigarette out of, but she doesn't keep a cigarette in it. Spoiler alert, pandemic-wise, we're not going to do Halloween this year. And it sucks, but... It's really I know sad. Numbers are really rising in the counties where we live, and we're by Pittsburgh, so we're really trying to be conscientious of that. So we're going to do our own Halloween thing, and I may or may not just do something low-key like dressing like a fucking slut and putting on bad makeup as we have our party by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, I have... I told James, because we went and got pumpkins at a local farm the other day with our masks on because we're rational adults. Um, We got a bunch of pumpkins, and I was like, we got to get one normal one just in case because I love the warty ones. I love warty pumpkins and gourds and all that shit. So, I got one normal one in case you want to have some pumpkin carving shit. Yeah, I 
I told you, I've been talking to Bernard about it. And, like, our daughter's three. So she knows what trick-or-treating is and dressing up, but she doesn't get the significance of it. So I'm trying to arrange something for her, but it's really for me. So I don't feel <laughs> like she's missing out. Do you think she would have fun trick-or-treating to, like, two houses? Like, her pappy and Mima, and, like, me and James? I don't know. Like, Bernard's idea was, like, at Pappy's house, she trick-or-treats to every door that's in the upstairs. That's fun. And we could just all, like, say trick-or-treat and, like, do that. Or do we do, like, the candy hunt? So that's what we're deciding upon right now. The candy hunt does sound really fun. Like, an Easter egg hunt, but for candy. Make it big bars. Yes. So my thought was, like, we just buy a bunch of big bars and then, like, she can have our room and maybe, like, Bernard and I can do a room for you and James and you and James can do a room for us. That's so fun! Yeah, we just all have a good time doing it. I love it. So that's kind of, like, where we're at. Yeah, I like that a lot because it's sad. I love trick-or-treating. It's been... I know you guys love it too. It's so much fun. I I love Halloween. It's just a shit year. Guys, it's one year, maybe two. Like we need to do what we can do to just make it through so everyone can be safe. We just need to be safe. Yeah. Every every time we like breathe around someone else, we're we're affecting someone else. Yeah. So we just got to keep that in mind. Grocery stores are really hard because I go, go ahead. I go for 7am. I went during the Steeler game on Sunday, which I thought also a good time. No, it was not. I thought it was a good time. I thought it was a good time. Everybody else and their fucking mother went. No way. Yeah, it was packed. That's crazy. And then I'm the bitch at the register, like death glaring at the person who's not six feet behind me, who's already unloading their fucking shit on the conveyor belt. At our giant eagle, I don't know how it is at yours, but our payment is at the end of the conveyor Same. belt. Yeah. To distance. So I absolutely wait at the sticker that is marked six feet safe. Yes. I don't start to unload my shit until the person's gone because that's what the sticker says. I follow directions. I want to be safe. And so these older ladies are just not having it. And I, 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 so many people at my giant Eagle are also wearing their face mask below their nose. Oh my God. I went to target at their Starbucks yesterday to get a coffee. And I like, as I was walking around and waiting, I noticed five people without masks or with their masks below their nose, just by that Starbucks. And it's unreal. Just be safe. It's just, you have to be conscious that you don't want someone else or someone, God forbid in your own family to die in the hospital alone. Yeah. Like, and that's what I think about because someone decided not to wear a mask. I know. Yeah. It's just safety. Safety first, guys. Safety first. 
As my three-year-old says, as she's driving the van in the driveway, because we do not obviously turn it on for a three-year-old. Safety first. Buckle up. Buckle up. It's the law. That's right. Wear a mask. It may or may not be the law, but you should do it. Even if it's not required, wear the fucking mask. Wear the fucking... fucking years. Just wear the fucking mask. And there's so many cute masks nowadays. I have a tie-dye one, Harry Potter one. I just wear the surgeons. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, too. But I was like, I'm going to get ones that I can wash, so I'm not like, you know. Well, you have to wear them every single day. I do not. Listen, guys. I only have to wear them. I wear them every single day. Whenever I work, I work for 13 hours. I fucking wear my mask every single day, except whenever I take a drink of water and I have a half-hour lunch. So... You can wear your fucking mask because I wear it every fucking single day and sweat my balls off. There's no excuse. You see people with disabilities. You see people with health concerns wearing a mask saying it doesn't affect their oxygen levels. There's no fucking excuse. Just wear your fucking mask. And honestly, if you don't like us saying that, just don't listen to us because I don't, don't give listen a fuck. to us. That's right. You'll be dead soon anyway. Yeah, it's fine. Doesn't matter. Whew. Let's get back to the movie drink man i know man it's it's a lot of gin if you want to forget your problems drink this drink go to the winchester yeah and just drink this did you ever watch the horror movie about the winchester house no what's it called i don't know do you know about the winchester house is it that house in san jose where the lady who was married. It's like to the-, the Winchester gun people. Yes. Fucking crazy. She thought that all of these evil spirits were going to come after her and her husband. And so she made all of these fake staircases and shit. So they wouldn't. I want to go there. It's a horror movie. Yeah. I didn't know it was a horror movie, but it's a legit mm-hmm. real place. It's in San Jose. I want to go so bad. I would die if I actually went. So if you actually go, just let me know what happens. Will do. Um, I can't remember. Oh, iconic scene. They stay together. Yes. Do we agree they stay together? Yes, we did. Okay. Iconic scene. Oh, it has to be at the Winchester, right? Whenever they start beating that zombie with the tool we use. The pull cues. Cues. Where Queen's playing in the background and they're beating him with the pull cues to the beat. It's such a perfect scene. It's so funny. I laugh my ass off. Please, if you listen to us and don't listen to Queen, you need to know Queen. For none other than the pop culture references, Queen's fantastic. Please listen to Queen. I think... If I if I if I had a gun to my head and somebody was like sing all of the words to Bohemian Rhapsody, I think I could do it. Do you, it's funny you mentioned that. You know what I used to do when I lived with our parents and we all lived together? I would like do a dish like emptying the dishwasher game if I didn't do it correctly, the people who <laughs> invaded our house would kill me. What? If I didn't get all of the forks at one time and put them into the silverware drawer correctly, we would be dead. That is the craziest thing that I've ever heard. 
That is how I put my dishes away when we all went together. Whenever I picked up poop as a child, I would be like it was a game show broadcast. <laughs> and so I'd be like, oh, that's a big one right there. Oh, it broke off right there. That's points lost. That's what I would do. <laughs> so we're not that far off, just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah, but Queen. And then because of Wayne's World... Every single time it hits that part, that special part in Bohemian Rhapsody, we'd all headbang. Absolutely. To this day, whenever it starts where it's like, no, you know, at that part where like, oh, fuck. I, I can't remember the lyrics that come right before that part. But then you. So you think you can spit me and spit on my Hey, after three to five shots of gin who can't remember that part in Bohemian Rhapsody. Not me. Not True you. How the fuck am I going to pick out a toilet when James wakes up? It's not happening. It's going to happen tomorrow. Hey, don't fucking talk to me. I have to be a parent in 16 minutes. <laughs> Mommy, can I do this? Sure. Why the fuck not? Can I have candy? Yeah. Can I? Did you pee yet? No. Go ahead. I don't care. You want a diaper? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <sighs> so what's your? Is that your iconic scene too? The Winchester. I didn't narrow it down to say the Winchester like at any specific part. Like I would say. I would say the Winchester after they get in and before they go to the basement is iconic. I can't remember what that particular Queen song is. That's a big one. Does that help? <laughs> it's also been a while since we've watched this because we thought- It has been. We watched it like 10 days ago, guys. Yeah. It really was a long time ago. Um, it's Don't Stop Me Now. Thank don't God. Stop. Thank you. It's so good. It is really good. But they're all just hitting the bar. Like, it's the, the proprietor of the bar. And he comes out. There's so many good, like, singular moments to this. Like, there's so many good quotes. Um, Like... They're going through the records to hit Mary in the backyard with them. Batman soundtrack. Throw it. Uh, Whenever he calls his mom and he's like, have you been bitten? No, but Philip has. Okay. Like, he's just so cool with it. I would I would say that like if you love pop culture you'll love this movie. Like there's just so many different references to it that if you love pop culture watch this movie. For Do sure. It. You won't regret it. I also love the callback to Night of the Living Dead where Ed screams into the phone whenever they're talking to his mom, "We're coming to get you, Barbara." Is one of the names Barbara in Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, don't you remember the quote like they're going to get you, Barbara? I watched it once. I shit you not. And that was when I still lived with mom and dad. Really? I cannot. I have nightmares about that movie. No way. 
I That's can't watch it. insane. That's so funny because my movie that I couldn't watch for the longest time because I watched it with mom and dad at a shockingly young age was Evil Dead. I still haven't watched that movie. I, I'll, all I need, I stopped watching that movie at the tree rape scene. Awful. Do it. Awful. Do the worst. Why? Why is that a plot of the movie? Why? Why can't they just like string her up and hang her? They have to add that component to it? No. All I can say is, and I don't know if, you know, all women are the same, but I can't watch rape, rape scenes. scenes. That's same here. It's- really difficult i can't do it either i can watch pretty much anything else like with torture or whatever but no rape scenes mm-hmm. can't do it uh yeah so that's a really big part that's actually so the night of the living dead was filmed in like western pennsylvania evans city i made james go there with me recently fairly recently to see mm-hmm. the graveyard where it was filmed at, the house and everything. You can't go in the house right now. Um, it's actually part of the chapel. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, but you can go and you can see like the gravestones that were incorporated in the video. Where So Barbara's there. Her brother is kind of taunting her. And he leans on a gravestone and says, They're coming to get you, Barbara. And so, because there's, like, a zombie kind of in the distance, like, going after them a little bit. And then her brother gets bitten, and then she runs into this house. I do wonder, since you know, maybe you know the answer to this question, how close is that to Monroeville Mall or the original Dawn of the Dead was finished? I would probably say at least 45 minutes. Okay, so, like a zombie tour in that area would probably be very difficult. It would. Um, and Evans city, like I, I, we weren't able to do this, although I, I would have made James do it if we were able to, but because COVID we went there, it's like a roadside attraction. They have a night of the living dead museum, like located in the middle of their town, but it was closed. Oh, okay. Um, but we just went to the graveyard. Um, and saw and like there's actually like a site where i mean maybe i'll post this i think i took the picture Mm -hmm. um and i don't think i'm in it or anything um i took the picture and you can definitely see like it's a black and white it's like exactly a shot like a still from the movie and it's really cool i love that shit Mm -hmm. i love pop culture yeah i also love zombies you can't escape it i hate zombies but i will tell you that i love it and that i have an escape plan and as my husband works in downtown pittsburgh we keep that in like constant thought of like how do we reconnect and things if something happens so we'll we'll have to rendezvous rendezvous our plans Mm -hmm. it's something to think about guys if Mm -hmm. You're slightly neurotic, like we tend to be in our family. <laughs> you don't say. Slightly. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, just talking points from the movie. I really like they're in that backyard trying to get to the Winchester and they lost the car and stuff. And he, Sean goes up the slide to see if the coast is clear. 
and you just see him going, oh yeah, it's not clear. And then he goes back down. I like those little kind of a things. Um, because I, it's like, what would, where would you be at in this scenario? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like, like, they kind of shit on him for going to the Winchester, which I kind of did too. But it did look like there were a lot of snacks there. It doesn't matter what kind of caloric intake you're taking in. At that point, you just need calories. Yep. And there were peanuts and stuff. Nuts are protein. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the part that I think I laughed at the most during this entire movie was Diane throwing a dart at Sean's head whenever he's fighting the zombie. And then he takes oh. the dart out of his head and like, you see like that blood spread. Because can't you all see aiming get something and then that happening and then be like, fuck. <gasps> That just happened. We were at our friend's house a little while ago, and they have a dartboard in their basement. (laughs) I mean, like, you aim for the dartboard. We got their newly painted wall. We were like, fuck. Whoops. (laughs) Don't hang a dartboard if you don't want that to happen, I guess. Right? I know you guys listen to this podcast, but I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... Full circle, though, at the end of the movie, Sean did take charge and he made an effort and he started to keep all the promises that he started with whenever he went to get Liz. He went to get David and Diane and all this stuff. Sometimes I guess you just need an event to make you realize that either you're you're an alpha and you need to get stuff done or you just need to take care of stuff so your loved ones don't feel like they're being left in the dust. Yeah. Ooh, coming back to unbelievability, I forgot because I didn't star this one. Uh, Sean is wearing his tie for a really fucking long time. Is that comfortable? Yeah. I feel like they would be uncomfortable. Take your tie off, man. Be comfortable. It's the apocalypse. But then it's there to tie around his head whenever he gets shot in the head with a dart. Which is so funny. How hard do you think you'd have to throw a dart for it to get like lodged in your head? Like really hard. It's amazing that it's amazing to me. I don't know if it's amazing to everyone, but it's amazing to me that you would foresee the need for that tie from the beginning of the movie when all this shit goes down to the end where they use this tourniquet or a bandage. Do you think it foreshadows, like, you got red on you? I hate that phrase. You got red on you. Do you think it's, like, period-y? No, I just hate that everyone had to comment that he had ink on me. So, how do you feel about the end of this movie? Where they go into the basement and Ed gets bit and the shotgun and they blah, blah, blah. Like him and Liz with cigarettes. How do you feel? Okay. So I like the end of this movie and I like that Sean grew during this movie. Did he grow? Yes. That's where I'm 
Doc, I don't know if he grew. I do. But is it because Ed only went to a zombie? But that's not really growth. But if Ed was still a person and he could talk to Sean, would that have made a difference? And I think probably yes. So, did he grow because Ed's actually dead? Or did he grow because he grew? It's a hard question. I'm going to say he grew because he actually grew because I'm taking it from Ed was still alive whenever he was like, hey, we have to go and rescue Liz and we have to go rescue my mom. I think it's a paradox. Okay. I can also see that that point. Since he was always going to do that, he didn't actually grow. Grow. He was doing that. And then things turned out the way he wanted. So he didn't actually grow because that's who he always was. But he has the best of both worlds now. I guess, was Ed as di- was Ed different as a person or a zombie? Yes. Was he? He can't talk. Were her actions, was his act, were his actions different? Yeah. This this is the drink, guys. This makes you a zombie, essentially. Do you think that's why it's called a zombie? Because that's what you are when you actually fucking drink it. Especially two of them? Yes. Two. It's so much. Two's so a lot. Six shots of gin and less than two hours is a lot. Yeah. Home Depot, yay! I can't fucking go. My husband's having a kid, yay! That's not my problem. Thank God, you asshole. I know. Um, how did you feel about the time jump to six months later at the very end? What happened in that six months? How were you in your original home in that six months? I don't know. I guess it depends on the military capacity of the society. Do you think that because it was a satellite probe that was in, like, that touched the Earth's surface in England, do you think that other places were affected? Um, Say your question again, because I don't think I understood it. And you don't understand it either, because you don't know what it was. I don't remember my question. Oh, six months later. It was about six months later. Alright, so six months later, what happened? They showed the end. It was after they were rescued by Yvonne and the army. I don't think that everything would have been rebuilt six months later. So if you take into account that six months later, how many people would have been affected by the zombie thing could the infrastructure have been affected yes in rural environments but in rural environments will have affected everything else I just don't think that everything could have been back to normal yeah I'm with you so six months later it would definitely be longer mm-hmm. yeah and I think that resources would should have been diverted to like food, clothing, shelter kind of areas. Yeah. So them like being like having cable 
very not believable like that kind of a thing electricity like they're probably diverting all of their resources to other important things yeah maybe like residential areas don't get electricity but like food manufacturers do i'm sure if you can cut off the electricity to one house you can cut off the electricity to like houses in general right probably it's those people that need to email us who work for electricity companies. If you work for an electricity company, you need to let us know what the fuck's going on because we don't. I finished this and I feel so ill. <sighs> I finished everything. There's no liquid in my cup. Well, that's one of us. Uh, There's only two more things that I have to say. Give me one. So, I think I said this before. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg were actually roommates. Nice. So, I thought that was interesting. Okay. So, I saw on the website for this. I know we've seen this before. But this is like a zombie. This is zombie, right? It's zombie. Gin zombie. Zombie. Okay, so there's actually a drink called Zombie, but I think it's vodka-based, and I think they were saying this is gin-based. Holy shit, I just got fucking dizzy. Yikes, I'm sorry. I just door-dashed McDonald's. Bernard just came in and said that ain't good. I saw him. I didn't realize you saw him. I didn't think anyone else heard him. <laughs> I didn't hear him, but I saw him. This might be the point of contention later on in this evening. Hi, Bernard. Bye, Bernard. He's already gone. I think we're going to just be leftover McDonald's from his leftover Chinese Hi, Hi Bernard. Oh, he's shaking his head. No, it doesn't look good. You see it, right? Yep. Yikes. You're in trouble. It'll be fine. Um, The only thing is, the only thing I have left to say is Winchester was based on their pub from whenever uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg were roommates. That's it. That's all I have to say. That concludes my stuff. Um, I would say absolutely watch this movie, especially like I saw a fact that Quentin Tarantino loves this movie for yes. us. Yeah. So if, especially if you're a Quentin Tarantino fan, watch am. this movie. Ooh, stars. How many stars do you give this movie? I give it three and a half. I give this movie four and a half. It really is. No, four, excuse me, in terms of a rom-com. Romance, yes. Yeah, four, because it is all about him getting back together with his girlfriend. Yes. I give it three and a half because there's not enough romance. Uh, but otherwise, this movie is a great movie. Watch it. If you haven't, it's amazing. You will not be disappointed. I don't think this mug is dishwasher safe. If you are worried about scariness, don't it's a scary 
Yeah. Scariness is not a factor. I'm a big baby with scary, and this does not affect me at all. So you can watch it. My mug, which is from Target, is not a worry with being a dishwasher-safe mug, which is a concern. And now that I've finished all my liquid, I think it does say Pittsburgh Pottery. Mm-hmm. But, um... Anyway, I think the next Halloween special movie is going to be... The, the Mommy? Yeah! Richard Fraser. Uh, uh, uh. Rachel Weisz. Uh, 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 uh. I can't remember the mummy's name. It's like Andrew Voss or something like that. We're going to do The Mummy. Longtime favorite movie since 1999. Long time no see peeps. Yeah. Until then, please subscribe. Watch up. Drink up. And also, you're right. Subscribe. Rate the stars. Instagram toasty rom-coms. We'd love to hear from you. Twitter, add a toasteromcoms. Email toasteromcoms at gmail. Tell us stuff. We'd love to hear from you. And we're really done because we're so drunk. Super drunk. And it's like 4 p.m. Hey, wish us luck. Bye. Bye.